1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. timeouts. 53 seconds. Need a
2: touchdown. Sideline shot. Outfall is Hufanga. Picking it off. And run out of bounds at the 42-yard line. Omega who got the pressure, got the arm, who Fung gets the pick. And the Niners are going to get the victory.
3: Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game.
4: Yeah, that's the second straight game where the 49ers have shut out the other team in the second half. The defense is doing the darn thing. Um, and speaking of the defense, we got something fun for you here coming up in just moments. And then we'll get back to your calls at 888-957-9570. It is Willard and Dibs. And what's up next on The Game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. And Dibs, you know what's up next on The Game? Um, Cheryl Bosa is uh, is up next on the game. Uh, the mother of both Nick and Joey with a beautiful split jersey, uh, but half of it was like on IR. So uh, the Nick side of it was victorious. Cheryl, thank you for coming on the show. Good morning. Oh, good morning.
5: How's everything going? Oh, everything's good. Good, yeah. <clears throat> you guys were I, I obviously uh, you know cheered for both sides last night, so. My voice might be a little raspy. Well, that's fine. (laughs) Even though Joey was out, didn't that make you a full 49er fan last night? Joey wasn't playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely had some mixed emotions on it. It was hard, you know. It was hard having that Joey wasn't there. Um, but yeah, obviously, especially being in San Francisco, I'm definitely, I'm definitely happy that uh, the Niners came out victorious for sure.
3: Probably only half as nerve wracking as an average game would be, though, when you're worried about your babies being out there. Just the one already hurt, unfortunately, and just having to worry about Nick, it had to make that a little bit of an easier watch.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if you look at it that way, yeah, could be.
4: Cheryl, were you aware of all the family affairs that were going on around the sport yesterday? You
5: had. The- I actually I actually couldn't believe it. I yeah. didn't know until um, we, we actually went down to the bar at the hotel and were talking to some people and they were showing me all the brothers that were playing against each other yesterday. So you
4: were you were representing uh, in, as as one of the four. There was one of them was cousins, and then three other brothers uh, that were playing. What what is that like emotionally? You spoke to it a little bit there, but but what 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 is that like? It it sounds fun, but it probably tears you up a little bit too, right?
5: Well, no. Let me tell you. When the schedules came out in May, we everybody went crazy when we saw that they were playing each other. So we were supposed to have probably at least twenty. People out here for this game and you know because we were just beside ourselves so excited they've never played each other so um yeah i mean i wish it would have happened i'm i'm devastated that joey wasn't there
3: yeah so are we at Quiley because we'd love to watch him play and obviously we're huge fans of nick and what he does for the 49ers so you're saying growing up they never played against each other did they have occasions where they're on the same team
5: i'd imagine They were only on the same team one year in high school, when Nick was a freshman and Joey was a senior. And uh, the high school they went to very seldomly does a freshman play on the varsity squad, but Nick was actually a starter as a freshman. So I I have to say that was probably my favorite year ever. We ended up winning state that year, and it was just, uh, it was fantastic.
4: Cheryl Bosa with us here on Willard and Dibs ninety five seven the game now Cheryl I consider you the queen of all pass rushing in uh, in the United <laughs> States because your your husband your boys and so uh, we've also been having this conversation watching NFL football especially this year and I feel like this roughing the passer thing is just completely out of control what kind of conversations go on in your family with regard to how hard it's become to defend without getting
5: penalized. Yeah, I mean, funny enough, we don't really talk about football, so it's not something that we really discuss much. But, you know, the roughing doesn't bother me as much as the lack of holding calls. That's what really gets me. I mean, I think everybody who watches football knows that, that Nick getting held is the most ridiculous thing you could see. I mean, his... His head is getting ripped off half the time by by the old linemen. so that's really the frustrating part for me. And
3: is this why your voice is a little raspy today? Because oh, yeah. you're you're Absolutely. screaming out, "Throw the flag, you bum!" <laughs> Absolutely. he gets yelled that every play. Every play, right? Like when you every watch play. the do you, every do, play. you now? Do
4: you do what we do, which is you know we don't see it a lot because you watch the ball, but are you just watching
5: Nick the whole time? I pretty much watch Nick. Yeah, I pretty much watch my boys. I, I like, hone in on the boys for sure.
4: And, and is there ever a play where he's not held?
5: I, not that I've seen. And, I mean, <laughs> he's usually tripled, so it's, like, ridiculous. You know? It's just so frustrating. But, you know, their their defense is so good. And, you know, Nick Nick being, you know, targeted by three guys opens it up for his teammates. So, you know, it all works out
3: he's so easygoing it seems off the field we all get a kick out of listening to him speak he's just so laid back and so chill has he always been that way he
5: really has yeah he's always been a really calm you know cool kid real nice kid too he's very um very empathetic he's a good guy well joey's the same way though isn't he yeah, Joey's. Sim- they're very different from each other, but yeah, in that regard, they're very similar. They're very like very laid back guys. Uh, like and what? Then I- they, and then they get on the field. Yeah is it yeah, only yeah. on the
4: is it only on the field? That's what I was going to ask you. Like, there's some sort of switch in there that, that that must just go off. Did you did you view that in in different parts of their life growing
5: up? Um, I I mean they played football their whole life, so I've watched you know just that where they're you know, calm and cool. And then they go out there and they just, you know, ball like crazy. So, yeah. What was
3: mealtime like when they were growing up? Was it just an absolute feeding frenzy among the two of them?
5: Feeding frenzy. Absolute feeding frenzy. (laughs) I mean, I was cooking constantly. And one thing I can say about my boys, my boys aren't snobs, but they are food snobs. And they want... They're not going to eat like, ooh, we're having pizza tonight. It's got to be... The you know full out full course meal. So there was a lot of cooking going on in my house
4: for sure. Uh, Cheryl Bosa <laughs> with us. Cheryl, I don't know how you're going to answer it, but uh, I I've I promised myself and everybody I've ever met that I'd ask it. So so let's go ahead. Uh, who's okay, better? Fo- and I yeah. and I already know what you're going to. Yeah yeah yeah. So go ahead and answer it. Yeah yeah. Go ahead. Who, who's a better football player? I don't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are they? How are they different as football players?
5: I don't know. That's a good question. I've never been asked that. Um, I don't think they're they're too different. I think they play very similarly. Actually, um, they they've got motors that don't quit. You know, um, it's never you're never going to see them standing because the play went to the other side. They're always going to go for it. So they just they 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 have something innate in them that's just you know obviously we you know. We all watch it. It's crazy. We know
3: that iron sharpens iron. Did these two go back and forth as kids and, and fight a lot? Or because of the age difference, Joey had too much of an advantage? Or was Nick always trying to to grasp the ring from, from Joey?
5: I don't think he was trying to grasp the ring. But, I mean, yeah, they were typical brothers. It was very, you know, physical. We had a uh, trampoline in the backyard. And that was where they would go. They'd play, like... You know kill the guy with the ball on the trampoline <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> they, they oh, obviously road. got pretty a lot good of, at it a lot of, tears, of them. lot of tears you know nick would come in crying yeah that would happen so cheryl do you do you go to all the games or i go to the home games you
4: go to the home games okay so what what do you think of 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 the 49ers now they've got these two wins it, it, it appears Playoff positioning is starting to come into focus a little bit. What do you think of this team and, and their chances here?
5: Oh, I think they're amazing. I really do. I mean, I obviously, look at the weapons that, that we have. You know, our offense is so exciting, and obviously, our defense has always been exciting. And like everybody's saying, you know, our, our injuries, our people are coming back from injuries at the right time. And literally, <clears throat> if we stay healthy, we could we could absolutely do this. There's no doubt in my mind. Both teams could be playoff
3: teams. Both could be hosting games, and they could be on the same day. Which one that do you go be, to, Cheryl? That would
5: be amazing. Oh, don't. Yeah, don't even do that to me. That would be. <laughs> me, that, dude, that would be the worst. Oh my god. Cheryl, I'm a
3: journalist. We have to ask the hard questions. So you got to you got a Charger home game. You got a Niner home game. You got to choose. What do you do, Cheryl?
5: Oh my god. Wow. I've never been asked that question before. Um oh God, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well here's hoping we find out. I yeah. I would definitely make sure that John was at one and I was at the other. So regardless, we would have coverage. So. I mean both teams are five and four. Uh-huh, I
4: think you uh-huh. I think you go with whichever team has the better record, Cheryl. <laughs>
5: I guess it'll be whichever kid I'd like better that day maybe
4: oh there That's, you go okay there and then and, yeah. and, and, and will you now go home and wash the jersey so that it gets
5: ready for the Super Bowl oh the split no I'm getting a new one made why just cause just you know, why not? What was wrong with the, the one you wore last oh, night? Oh no, I love that one, but I have got two white jerseys. Um so I'm going to do the uh, the all white split jersey. Nice. Okay.
4: You got to right, have perfect. variety. The Chargers do yeah. have good uniforms. So 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 that's good. They do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the 49ers have the better team, but 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 anyway. <laughs> um hey hey Cheryl, a, a little a little herbal tea at the airport and everything's going to uh, be and good, and right? And stay
3: off the officials too. That'll
4: help too. <laughs> Uh, Cheryl, thanks. That was a ton of fun. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much, you guys. All yeah, right. Take there it is. That's Cheryl yeah. Bosa, Nick yeah. and Joey's mom. And you got a, that's a good question. I did, and you got a, I've never been asked that yeah, question before. See, I'm into that
3: more. Yeah. I trade you. No. You can have a great question for a, well, I've never been asked that before. I like the, that's a great question. We used to give out the imaginary crown of superiority. That was about three shows ago. Well, <laughs> I'll this. wear it if you want me no, to. you I mean, deserve uh, it. I was going to wear a
4: split jersey. You kind
3: of led me to it, though, just thinking about when you ask, <laughs> you know, who's the better player or whatever. It's like, what happens if, and I know that the games wouldn't be at the exact same time, but maybe one's a morning game, one's an afternoon game. Yeah, you uh, can't be in two cities the three at once. playoff games uh, on that first weekend now because right. we have the, uh, the additional games. Jeez,
4: and it, Actually, I mean, if they did end up hosting a playoff game, which <laughs> let's be honest, the
3: Chargers don't ever host anything.
4: But <laughs> but uh, if, if they did, in theory, you could watch the first three quarters of the 49er game and then get to an airport and fly down and catch the end of the Charger game if it was in LA. Or vice versa yeah. because,
3: I mean, Levi's is really close to Mineta San Jose International Airport. Right. And we know that... Uh, SoFi isn't that far from LAX uh, uh, with traffic it could take you she might need a helicopter no joke, to no go joke. From, that's Inglewood, right? Uh, so that's only, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only about it's, eight I'm, miles to LAX. I no, mean, I mean, right LAX there. is
4: like right on the other side of the freeway. Yeah. It might take about three hours to get seriously. from LAX to the it's stadium. I'm trying
3: to get to Burbank. Golly,
4: seriously. That's a, that area is a mess. But anyway, that was interesting that she was, and maybe this is just a mom's perspective. She is much more triggered by holding than she is by roughing the passer. And that's because... Uh, first off, I don't remember... Has Nick been called for any of those this year? Kyle, can, does anything hop off the head on that one as far as Nick Bosa getting nailed for one of those kind of like uh, touchy, rough-in-the-passer calls this year? I can't remember one.
6: No, I don't think so. Yeah,
4: no, I no, no but so he does get held on every play, though.
3: Yeah, and a lot of players do, but it seems like he gets held more than, than others. What What complaint happens more. The Bosa gets held every play or Steph Curry doesn't get any calls? Right. Well, um, I feel like... Which one of those is more prevalent among fans? The Steph Curry
4: one because we're always watching him. We're staring solely at him. When you watch a football game... And, and this is one of the things, I mean, to your point, in, it, these things, it's impossible. Not only it's impossible what we're asking the refs to do, it's impossible to ask the players what we ask them to do. It's its impossible. So you're watching so many things. But when we watch a football game, what are you watching? What's the ball? Yeah. I don't like, I usually, I see Nick because Nick gets to the ball. And I see Nick a lot because they show replays then of the play. And then I'm watching Nick, who she's right. If he doesn't get to the quarterback, he often leads to someone else getting to the quarterback because he takes up so much attention. But yeah, he's probably being held most of the time,
3: but we don't really notice cuz I'm watching the ball. Right. And because it's the normal, I mean, course of action on any play for the most part, somebody's getting held. Every single play, whether it's interior lineman, edge rusher, uh, wide receiver, somebody's getting held. Otherwise, these games would be hundred to ninety-nine. Yeah. You can't stop the offenses unless you you hold or you bump outside the five-yard box. So there's a lot of gray area when wow. it comes to those enforcements. and blocking and
4: holding are not that far from one another. They're they're they're, they're pretty right, close right. actions. So I get it. yeah, Kyle, what's I, up?
6: I think the other reason the the Steph Curry thing is a bigger complaint is because there are guys who do draw like your your James hardens and uh, you know pick a player that goes to the line a lot I don't know any defensive ends where it's like that guy draws a lot of holding calls. Like, that just doesn't happen. You
4: know what, though? I like You look at James Harden, LeBron James. These guys actually, they drive to contact on purpose. Right. And I think Steph drives for space. Yes. Because contact's not going to work for Steph because he's so much smaller than who he's going up against. Yeah. He wants to be creative around the rim and find an opening to get the shot off. He doesn't want to go to the body because the shot's going to get blocked because he's only 6'2". It, right? I mean I that the, I think that's a big part of it but I get it like when Steph's got the ball all our eyes are there. Do you want to know the gripe that I have after watching yesterday's game and Where's I wonder gripes? I wonder how many people share this. 888-957-9570. I would like field goal slander to stop. Field goals are not evil. Okay? <laughs> They are not a fiesta either, okay? They are not a surprise party. Nobody jumps out of a cake. But they're also not a trip to the dentist. They are exactly, in fact, half of a touchdown. And if a touchdown is great, then half of something great, right? It's like pie. Pie's not as good as cake. Don't get mad at me. You might have a different opinion. It's just not. Cake's got frosting. I got a sweet tooth. Cake is better than pie, but I don't that hate. It's a bad take, but I don't hate. I don't hate pie. I get it. A pie is a field goal. Like we're gonna go to Thanksgiving and I'm gonna <laughs> bring something chocolate, but I'll have pumpkin pie too because I want ten points. I don't want seven. gonna <laughs> go for two. I want a touchdown. He's going for two and a field goal. No okay. Doubt. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, and I, I saw it all over Twitter and 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 our text chain as a show went off right away, and I had to turn the phone off because that was bad enough for that because. In the first quarter at the two-and-a-half-yard line, we all decided that Kyle Shanahan was a super wimpy human being because he doesn't fall into the trap that I actually find to be a trap in the NFL these days, which is you're supposed to go for it. If you can smell it, go for it. No. No. That is bad game management. I thought, Kyle Shanahan, do you want to say it's too conservative? You can have that take. Let's get into it. 888-957-9570. But for me, I felt like they were the better team. I felt like they knew that they could stop them defensively eventually. I think they felt like they could wear them, wear them down. And the only way you don't win is if you take trips into the red zone, come away with zero. Field goal slander has got to stop.
3: Yeah, I don't know if it's all field goal slander. My problem is not him settling for three there. It's why you continually get inside the five-yard line and you don't score touchdowns. That is a bigger issue. And Kyle Shanahan actually spoke to it after the game, saying if they would have gotten to the one-yard line, they would have gone for it. Yeah. But when you're at the two-yard line, you don't have the same ability. You know that if you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who is the best quarterback sneaker in the business, if you get to the one-yard line... Then you can go for it because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to sneak it in. And most often, he's going to be successful on that QB sneak. But when you're at the two-yard line, it becomes a different calculus in terms of the difficulty getting into the end zone. But my problem is, why do you continually struggle in the red zone? Two for five in the red zone, it's fine. And you settled for field goals, and it was good enough to beat... A mediocre charger team, but when you get into the really big games against teams that can score, three is not going to be good enough. I get it. I get it. Again, I'm not saying a field
4: goal is great. I'm saying we got to stop acting like it's just like you got kicked in the shin. It's three points. You got to get points. Now, and, and there's different trips into the red zone. Okay, there's trips into the red zone and then there's trips inside the five you get inside the five yard line I understand it's very frustrating when you can't get into the end zone But man, I do not want the chargers to have the ball first and ten from the one and a half Because you wanted to show everyone how much guts you have Oh, the guts. He went for it You just said it where do they get the ball on a two-point conversion? Where do you put the ball? At the two-and-a-half-yard line. At the two-and-a-half-yard line. Is it a better or worse than 50-50 proposition to get a two-point conversion?
3: It's probably about 50-50, maybe slightly better.
4: It's actually a little bit worse. Right? it is? It is, okay. yeah, For, through history. I don't know about this year. Right. right? We're a small sample if you just go through 10 weeks. But it is, by data, a little bit less than a 50-50 proposition. I don't, I don't want that. I'm somebody that when I've got blackjack and the dealer has an ace showing, I take even money. Give me the field goal. You take the insurance. I, no, I don't take the insurance. Give me the even money, and I'm out of this hand. Like th- that's what they offer. If they've got an ace showing and you got a blackjack, you want even money? You want insurance? I want even money. Give me the bet. I win. I'm leaving. Did I? Like I probably You're supposed to roll the dice. I and- could have had more. Yeah, but I could have had nothing. And, and so I'm an even-money blackjack player. I'm not saying always kick the three. I agree with you. If you get to the one, go for it. You should be able to get one yard on most plays, and it becomes a high probability that you're going to convert, especially with Garoppolo the sneaker. But in the first quarter, the first quarter, from just outside the two-yard line, put the three on the board. Dibs, if I asked you this right now, what is the number one thing about the reputation – of Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. What is it?
3: He's a risk taker, and he loves to go for it on fourth down. And what do they want to do
4: at the end of games and at the end of seasons with Brandon Staley? They want to run him out. They want to fire him. Yeah,
3: because he takes too many chances. Thank you. I think they go for it on fourth down the third most in football. That was going into this last week when I was running the numbers. Kyle Shanahan actually spoke to it in the post game, and he said we called it on third and goal from the two Because we were planning on going for it. But then on the third down play, McCaffrey gets stuffed for no gain. And at that point, they decided to take the points. They wanted to make sure they got points. And it was the same thing at the end of the game. I agree. Where they ran it on third and two at the end. They were hoping they could get inside the one. And they were going to go for the touchdown to try to end it. But they lost a yard right there also. So they do have a plan to go for it if it's going to be one yard. If it's two yards... You're taking the point, so I'm with you in terms of field goal slander. If you win a game now, if you take the three at the end of that game and Herbert comes all the way down and scores a touchdown and
4: you lose, fourteen to
3: three. Now yeah. we can. No, I'm talking at the end of the game.
4: Yeah, gotcha. So
3: you, you kick the three, you go up by six with a minute to go. If Herbert miraculously comes down and scores and beats you, well, now we have a discussion about field goal slander. But your defense is so good, I feel like going up six with a minute to go. Put you in a great position to win, and you did.
4: Let's take some calls on this at 888-957-9570 plus this. I see you. Mike B. on on, uh, YouTube said, cake is better than pie, JFC. What kind of analogy is this? But then he saves it. Says a touchdown is a lovely blueberry muffin. A field goal is the muffin stump. Who wants a muffin stump? No one. You want to know what my answer is to that? Muffin stump is better than no muffin at all. Absolutely. I know you like muffin tops. You're right. The muffin top's a touchdown. The muffin stump
3: what? is better than just I've being hungry. Heard me call a muffin stump before. Yeah, the stump. at the I bottom of the muffin. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually dry.
6: That was a Seinfeld episode, I believe.
3: Yeah, muffin stump. Okay. <laughs> muffin top better than a stump. But do you agree? Yeah. The stump is better than nothing. Right, and if yeah. you go for the, the touchdown and you don't get it, you don't even get the muffin stuff. That's right. you got you one, one, of, those, going on got one of
4: those Starbucks bags with nothing but crumbs in it. I don't want those. Jeff and Marin, next up on Willard and Dips. Hi, Jeff. What are you doing?
2: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So I think you're, I agree with you guys generally. Look, it's better to get the three. What I have a problem with, though, still with Kyle is I think he's a great game plan designer I think he's a lousy play caller I'll give you the example (laughs) one of the reasons I don't think we do well inside of the five in particular is look at the offensive line formation it's all bunch we don't put anybody receivers out wide and so everybody in the stadium knows it's going to be a run and it's going to be a run up the middle right and I I just think that's one of the reasons why there was another play I can't remember what series it was but the entire right side of our offensive line is stacked with uh, charger defenders, and we run right smack into now. Maybe that was Jimmy. Maybe Jimmy should have ollabled out of that when he saw that formation. Mm-hmm. But again, you're at the two or three yard line, and they never spread the offense out the fourth well, fence to spread. Jeff, I'll,
4: I'll say this: I know what happened on that play. Mike McGlinchy whiffed. That's what happened on that play. It wasn't a need to be an audible. It's not a bad play call. Your right tackle whiffed. That's that's what happened. Uh, tune in to Warriors Live on 95.7 The Game, presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi, unbeatable internet, only from Xfinity. And another reminder, that Trimark has been partnering with independent restaurateurs in Northern California for over 55 years. Trimark brings you innovative product solutions to help your hospitality business thrive. Visit trimarkwest.com. More of your phone calls on this coming up next. We'll get to the Warriors issues as well. They've got San Antonio at Chase tonight. 888-957-9570. It's Willard and Dibs.
3: Now, back to Will and Dibby on 95.7 The Game.
4: got I play it one more time? I want to play it one more time. Hey, Jimmy, you got a- pro bowlers everywhere. How come you didn't, you know score 72 points
3: Tell them we got the to W tonight and that's more important than any uh, 72 points that's the style of defense these guys play though um they take away you know stuff like that and make it hard on you make you do
4: those 10 15 play drives that we had to do tonight and it's not gonna be flashy but you know W' a W and I hope the fans are happy with that yeah I mean it's the least flashy statement of all time but it's very true W' is a W a win is a win this is the National Football League man look around. Look around at what teams are going through. Survivor pools ending in 6 weeks.
3: Consolation survivor pools ending for Barton. Ending day. in oh. 10 <laughs> weeks exactly. Like that's the point. Like you can't Don't do that. Pre- go. Can't predict this
4: stuff? No. You can You cannot predict this stuff so to blow off wins and and come out of them with concerns. I mean, the 49ers like all teams, even the Eagles, we'll watch them tonight. They're, nobody's a perfect entity right now. The Bills
3: are in third place. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And we could say this about life, and you and I, we went into the deep end during the break right there, and just, (laughs) I mean, as we talk about football and we talk about life, one thing that I'm trying to be better at myself is taking the wins. Last night, I, I left the Niner game promptly as it was concluding, beelined across the green lot, not the Dre green lot, the green lot, got to my car, got out of the lot, got on to 101 over to the 237 up to the 238 i made it home pretty quickly and i thought you know what that was good i'm taking the win take the w I'm taking the dub i'm not gonna worry about the lack of sleep or coming home to a baby who maybe had been up crying for a few minutes take the wins yeah. so last night yeah it wasn't an offensive explosion and there are some issues a gun run, third and goal at the two is not ideal, but you won the game. You got to take it on a victory Monday.
4: It's ideal if he goes into the end zone, It's which he very well probably would have if Mike McGlinchey didn't whiff. But he whiffed. He whiffed. Yeah. So we can, you could I don't do that. I don't that. like the
3: play call. That's fine.
4: You don't have to like the play call, but I'm not going to blame it on the play call when an offensive lineman whiffs. Because that's not part of the plan, right? Like, you go out with a plan. Right. You got to be, like, Bonte's taking a kid to the game last night. You're going to do this soon. Okay? We got a plan. And then there are no changing tables. You change a plan. That's not what they had we we're changing tables. I'm they, sure. Yeah, but not enough. Apparently, not all the. Oh, bathrooms. really? I'm not yeah. They okay. like like they, they were looking around all over. No changing table in this one. We got to go to that one. Then next thing you know, you're missing ten minutes of the football game. Right? Like anybody with kids knows. Be ready to change the plan. And yes, exactly. At, at, at any moment, right? And so, um, I don't care if you don't like the play call. I, I'm 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 looking at results in football games, and that was a very poor result. And if you ask me why, reason number one is not because Kyle's a moron. No, it's because Mike McGlinchy whiffed on a block. And so they got tackled behind the line of
3: scrimmage. So it's on McGlinchy. It's not on Kyle. It's on Kyle, and uh, I'll allow Lo Neal to explain it to Stein and Guru later today because one thing I learned from Lorenzo Neal doing nearly four years of radio with him is when you're looking to get two yards and you're asking the running back to have to get seven yards because we're giving him the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage that's not good sensible football and this is where all this newfangled pistol and the gun run and the shotgun and true eye and all the rest of that nonsense it doesn't work as well as Get the ball to a guy closer to the line of scrimmage. He doesn't have as far to go. It's just basic math. I understand that, but it's again, geography.
4: like, but you, you, you don't think play callers in the NFL like you think if you said that to them, they'd be like, "Whoa, I'd never no, thought of, course, of that." Of course, I'm-
3: but I think too often we fall <laughs> in love works, with the deception and the gun snap, sure. the RPO, and look at me, I'm so smart. Take the ball, stick it up in there, and get that yard. You know what? That's what the Vikings
4: were faced with on fourth down yesterday. And they're like, we're not giving the ball to somebody who's way back there. Why don't we do the closest thing we can do? Hey, Kirk. Just sneak it in. Tap, tap, tappy. <laughs> tap it in. Tapping, tapping, tapping. You, you tap it tap it Tap it in. And he got stuffed.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: About results. The play call looks great if it works and it looks... And when it does it, it's it looks a bad neurotic. play, call, yeah. no, we, play that's, call. That's a little... That's a little. Oversimplification sensation but in my mind.
3: You you don't want field goal slander, and you don't want I don't Shanahan slander. No, I didn't say so don't want Shanahan slander. You can Shanahan slander. I was just I was just slam a hand. I'm I was not, trying to
4: slam a hand. On I'm Shanahan. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You don't have to love every play call. I'm not, and I don't. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You can't make me love every play I'm not, call. I'm not triggered oh, by by <laughs> you questioning a a play call. I'm talking about that specific play, and I wonder if it might not have ended up better if Mike McGlinchey hadn't whiffed on the block.
3: He might have. Yeah. yeah that's, just, might have. that's just me. Now, um, before, just before we get to the yeah. phones, uh, we were talking about field goal slander before. Yes. So, and so I did the math, Mark. I'm thinking, geez, are, are teams really not kicking field goals? And I, I did the math, and there have been 562 field goal attempts this year alone. Okay. Across the National <laughs> Football League. Yes. <laughs> 562. 562 total field goal attempts. Okay. What percentage do you think teams are converting these field goals at Spadoni, if you would please? Game show music. Um, instead of percentage, can I give you an actual number? Yes, of the five hundred and sixty-two field goal attempts, uh-huh. how many have been made?
4: Do I get a plus or minus? Like I don't get think. A plus I'm or minus made ten. It. Oh, that's a, a small window. Okay. That's a nice window. It's a good window. Plus or window. I can give you the... No, 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 no. I accept. No, no, no. I accept. Okay. I accept. Uh, I you accept, accept the physical challenge. Okay. <laughs>
3: 562
4: field shut, goal attempts. Shout out Double Dare. I will say... And that the bitch ain't won, by the way. 4, 410 have gone through. 410. 410 have gone through the uprights for
3: three points and a slice of pie. That would be 72.9%. That would be 73%.
6: Kyle, do you have a guess? Yeah, I was going to say 500, just on the dot. 500 exactly. 500? 500. Wow, that's like all of them going through. Two missed field goals per team? That's about right. So far, uh, 500 would be
3: 89%. That's like
4: almost extra point level. I feel good about that. Okay, uh, extra points are only going in at about 92%, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go four ninety
3: nine. Four ninety nine? Are you He's out of your mind? Price is right. <laughs> uh, well, on Price is Right rules, the winner is... Mark Willow, yeah, yeah, four hundred and seventy-four, four seventy-four, which is what? What's the percentage? Eighty-four point three. Eighty-four. Wow, Justin Tucker, stop it, dude. So teams stop are making all your field goals. You're yeah, messing up this bit. Teams are converting at eighty-four point three percent. And uh, man, there are a bunch of kickers who are perfect on the year. Are nine, there? nine kickers. Well, Carlson uh, but, is Carlson perfect. Does he miss one this year? Uh, Carlson, he missed an extra point,
4: right? Yeah, I don't think he's missed field goals, but he has to get opportunities. Carlson, to eighteen in. for eighteen. <laughs> it's
3: easy. Uh, it's easy not
4: to miss when you Kyro don't score. Kyro
3: Santos is fourteen for fourteen. Okay, and then you get to Mike Badgley, nine of nine. Matt Prater's eight of eight. Okay, a few guys. Look at these guys. Dominic
4: Eberly, one for one. What's uh, what's uh, Tucker? What's Tucker this year?
3: Uh, eighteen of twenty. He's having 20. a down in the air. He's
4: weak. Yeah, he's, he's having a real bad year. He's done. So.
3: Um, anyway, your field goal slander... Teams, there's, that's a lot of field goals that by the lot. way, and uh, converting it an eighty four percent clip. And so. Brandon
4: Staley has attempted none. Is that right? The right. Chargers have not tried a field goal yet. Field yeah, goal. He's, he's he's just in the backyard. Like he's just like we're we're doing a score a touchdown, uh, and uh, and then they score sixteen points in every single game. Okay, BPA, it's your turn, BPA, ladies and gentlemen, on Willard and Dibbs. Hi, BPA, what are you doing?
2: Uh, not much, guys. Just uh, I was at the game last night. A little slow today. Oh, good, good. That's um, the way it should be. Lot, lot. It's like a cannabis dispensary out there. So, it's, uh, you know, I was worried my kid was going to get a contact high or something. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, I thought, just absolutely efficient work from Garoppolo. Continue to be so thankful he's our quarterback. Uh, Nineteen for twenty-eight, twenty-eight, two hundred forty-four hundred yards. Uh, Total offense, 8 of 9 on third down conversions, throwing the ball. So, Dibs, you know, he's just getting the job done, Dibs, you know. I'm sure you're very, very thankful he's our quarterback, as am I. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just been, been, uh, you know, I think he's going to be our quarterback uh, for this year and beyond. So, anyways, Dibs, I hope you're having a good day. And, uh, yeah, enjoy your Monday.
3: Thanks, brother. Love you, babe. Thanks for the call. Wow. It's interesting. Dibs, love you, babe.
4: That was the most passive aggressive thing I've ever experienced in the history of my life,
3: and I've experienced a lot of it. You have, well. had, yeah, yeah. You? He's implying that I'm anti Jimmy. Yeah, well, yeah. you are. Not really. <laughs> I just see Jimmy for what he is. He's like last but night. We all think he that. He was fine. We all think that. Yeah, no, Jimmy wasn't great, but
4: but he Ryan said he was getting, falling
3: over himself. Oh, 19 of 28. Oh, 19 <laughs>
4: succulent completions. Uh, they, he was very good on third down. Jimmy's very yeah. good on
3: third down. He made a couple big throws. We should tell Jimmy that a, it's third I mean, and 10 when it's first and 10, and maybe he'll right. do better on first. When you watch the All-22, as I know you and uh, oh gosh <laughs> BPA will, Late there the was night. a couple of wide open receivers that Jimmy didn't see. Well, well. But he did a better job of coming off his primary, getting to his secondary read. The Kittle completion was a great example of that. Jimmy played well, Brian. Yeah, yeah, he was he was good.
6: Yeah, Kyle, what he got? The throw to Ray Ray McLeod, where he, Jimmy shuffled left and then ran back right and uh-huh. threw a dot on the run really is one play. of the like three best throws he's ever made. Really, really good play. And he's done that a lot. There's been uh, there was that touchdown pass to Kittle in the Rams game where he's on the move to his left and floated it over the safety. And and don't and don't, don't forget one of the top two or three throws he's ever made.
4: Don't forget. And this was no big deal. Like they ended up winning the game, but we're going to sit here and go, oh, the red zone offense, the. Red Red zone offense. People, Ayuk dropped yeah. the ball and it hit him in the damn chest for a touchdown pass. So I like, you know, what are you what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like that 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 to me, red zone offense, touchdown The receiver dropped the ball.
6: If you're putting that on Jimmy, you're an insane person. I mean, I saw it happening. Right. I saw it happening live. Right. He's got to make a better throw. (laughs) Thank goodness.
4: Thank goodness. Iuke had the play at the end of the game that set him up at the the two. Like, that was a really good play because he was... If the Niners had lost, today was Iuke doghouse day. Yeah. The The fumble and the drop in the end zone. I mean... He was set up to be the guy that the loss was going to be on his shoulders if uh, if it hadn't gone the way that it went in uh, in the fourth quarter. So it was good that not only they won, he made a, a really big play. His stat line ended up being nice. And by the way, I don't even. That's one of those fumbles that I don't even really put on him that much. He got. I mean, yes, I know he's got to know that contact is coming over the middle, but the helmet hit the ball so perfectly. I just it, it, from behind. I, I don't see how he's not going to drop that ball. Five so, points of pressure, Mark. That's how. Listen, ball I just... Ball control and ball security. I understand. i said it. That's part of it. But I get, like, I'm glad they won, and I'm glad he made a play there at the end, because this game was going to be on him, not Jimmy.
3: Right. I mean, because those are two huge mistakes, and the, the drop in the end zone, surefire touchdown, yes, and the only turnover you had was that fumble. I actually... I got to admit it, in my BetQL chat, Uh so I post my props, my six props of the game. I did fairly well. Uh, Eckler over five and a half. McCaffrey under 83 and a half rushing yards. I did have Jimmy G at least one pick.
4: Oh, you yeah. did, you jerk. Yeah, it's you me. You jerk. It's me. And, I, and by I had, the way, he didn't even have one of the almost that somebody dropped yesterday. No, he had a couple of high uh hospital yeah, balls, Yeah, he missed. It, I right. I say, yeah, he missed, he missed a couple throws. He wasn't perfect at all, but I mean... I, I had I, a
3: George Kittle anytime TD, plus 190, which didn't hit. And brother. the one that really hurt me... Uh, Niners win by at least fourteen was a prop. I thought that they were going to win that one by two touchdowns. Uh, they played like they could have. Th- the thought was that yeah, that they could. I mean, there, there was a there was a
4: scenario where the Chargers, you know, lose that one just 20, 31 seven 10. to ten yeah. or something like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna score much after that first touchdown with the way that it went. I I think about this though too, and Jimmy doesn't he hasn't earned this, so I'm fine with it, but do this exercise. What would today sound like if the 49ers had lost because Jimmy did what Josh Allen did? I wonder. Oh. I don't even know if Buffalo has sports radio. Does Buffalo oh, for have sure. some sports radio? Are people calling? Are people mad? I think imagine, if you will, okay, your favorite team, and this honestly can be any sport. Josh Allen, who has... Fewer Super Bowl appearances than Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way. But just to just toss that aside. Josh Allen is a phenomenal player, and I think you could make the case. You could sit down and have a healthy debate, and someone's opinion could be that Josh Allen's the best player in the NFL. And you would not call him crazy, okay? But here's the scenario. You lost a football game where you led by 17 points in the second half, and you had the ball... With the other team not having any timeouts, with less than a minute to go, you dropped a snap to lose the football game, only to then drive down, send it to overtime, and then in overtime, throw a hellacious pick, while you're in field goal range to tie the game, you throw a pick to a receiver who was never open, and it got picked off by a player who's been done for three years, quite frankly, what would we say... If your quarterback did that, are they mad at Josh Allen in Buffalo? Or are they just like, ah, that's Josh. Josh Josh. He's a tough
3: customer. He's playing through
4: injury. Like that was he gets a pass. That was akin to like Steve Young or Joe Montana
3: blowing a game in the fourth quarter. Jimmy Garoppolo would be burned at the stake. Thank you. And I don't advocate the burning of any person at a stake or on a stake. (laughs) But he would be burned to the stake. All six foot two, gorgeousness. He'd be up in smoke because that would not be tolerated. It would be just another Jimmy Gaff in his own end zone. Why couldn't you just take in a safety, Jimmy? You're good at that. Jimmy Gaffalo? Totally. Yeah. That's a four. No, I, listen, let me say it out loud. Jimmy has not earned the pass.
4: He's not earned the pass if he were to do something like that. I'm not saying everybody right. should be mad at Josh Allen, I just think it's fun. To process in your mind, how would you feel if your quarterback did that? He just dropped the bills from first to third place by making two unbelievable fourth quarter slash overtime mistakes in a game where he came from 17 points
3: ahead and lost. What what would you do? People would be freaking out. What would you say? Yeah, uh, Buffalo, and I love the win probability tracker, on ESPN Yeah, what when, was it when they got the ball at their own one? Um, it was 97.6% when they were up 27-17, okay. Buffalo was. And then all of a sudden it goes, Minnesota's down four, and then, boop, they, they score a touchdown, it swings to Minnesota, 95% chance and then back to Buffalo, and then back to Minnesota. But but I'm wondering, what was
4: it in the moment that Kirk Cousins' sneak did not get in the end zone? And Buffalo is up by four with the ball, with less than a minute to go, and Minnesota's got no timeouts. Basically, what's the probability that you can snap it and fall forward? What's the probability? It had to be 99.999999999%. It had to be in that moment. And then they dropped the ball. Right. And the Vikings... The Vikings fall on it. It was an incredible game. Just. The game was drunk. That game game had so many different things uh, that just made you stand up. There, There was about a 17 minute stretch where it was about as exciting as sports gets. Just. Absurd! I hope everybody got a chance to watch and, that thing And unfold. I'm
3: thankful uh, that Matt Nahigian had the forethought to have that game played right here on 95.7. Uh, the game.
4: 95.7. 7 the game. Because
3: I had to leave the house at about 1-15 to get down to Levi's. Oh. And so, you know, the, the bad snap happens, Minnesota scores a touchdown, and I'm like, okay, this one's going to be done. Yep. Let me hop in the car listening to, uh, look, look, look. I had a vision this game would be good. So, I was able to catch it on the radio all the way down 680. Yeah, beautiful.
4: Beautiful. Gary in San Ramon is next on Willard and Dibbs. Hi, Gary. What are you doing?
2: I'm just enjoying my Monday and the Niners won and the Cowboys lost. So, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. And the Rams lost and the
4: Seahawks lost and we could just keep on going, Gary.
2: Absolutely. So, I don't want to sound as if this bash, uh, uh, Kyle or bash Jimmy, but, you know, we, you know, let's face it. We've seen this movie before and we kind of have an idea how it's going to end, but anyway, getting back to the field goal thing, you know, you got to remember, uh, with Harbaugh and Roman, you know, it was field goal central, you know, and I think we had the same complaints about that. Although, although Harbaugh's record is is quite a lot better than Kyle's and, uh, you know, uh, statistically that kind of would make him a better coach, but I'm not going to go there, but, uh, no, I just, uh, i just a little concerned about the red zone offense and, uh, like to see them use, uh, Kim a little more down there, you know, to uh, catch him passes or, or whatever. So, uh, we're just going to need to do a better job when we face the coming off a two week layoff like that. That was, was really was disappointing for me. Look what Andy Reid did to the Niners off of a two week layoff. So, Anyway, just uh, a lot of good stuff, and enjoying
4: the Monday, guys. Yeah, Gary, thanks so much. I think, you know, I've heard a lot of people use this today. The red zone percentage. They were only two for five. How would you feel if they were three for five?
3: A lot better. Okay,
4: because Brandon Ayuk Ayuk dropped the ball. I I, I don't don't know. It's
3: it's a totality of it. It's not just the play calling. It's not just Jimmy G. It's the whole offense, and... Ultimately it's a it's a results thing and if you're if you're two of five instead of three of five because Ayuk dropped it well, it's easy to blame him in large part for that right but I, I, I guess what, what happens in
4: people's minds I feel when we say oh the red zone offense is not working there's two things where where people will will point and that, that's the quarterback and the play calling well so how do you account for the play call was good and the throw was good and then the receiver dropped the ball? I mean, that's not... So, you're right. It is a results-driven deal, and so we can look at the entire package and bring all 11 players into this and and, and the whole process from beginning to end. I agree. But if your point today is two or five in the red zone, play calling stinks, I
3: think you're leaving a very, very key fact
4: out of your argument.
3: And I think you can look at the totality of where we are in the season and make a better judgment. Uh, They are ranked 16th. In the National Football League and Red Zone efficiency, 54.8%. They are dead squat in the middle of all teams. You've got Tennessee at the top at 76%, Denver. At the bottom, 35%. Which is
4: wild that Tennessee is first. That would not have been what I guessed at all because yeah. they don't. That must mean they don't go into the red zone very much.
5: Yeah.
3: they just win. percentages. Teamrankings.com. Kansas City, number two. Cincinnati, number three. There Philadelphia, number four. Elite quarterbacks. good teams. Elite yeah.
4: quarterbacks. Then elite quarterbacks. Where's Detroit. Buffalo? Well, but but Detroit's offense has been very good. Yeah, Detroit's offense has not been a problem.
3: Then Miami, uh, Buffalo, by the way, twenty first. Whoa, in red zone. Really? Yeah, red zone efficiency.
4: That's pretty wild.
3: Fifty two point nine, slightly ahead of the Raiders. And the autumn wind is a barf bag filled with bile. Uh, Yeah,
4: yeah. You know what though. I, the, the 49ers probably can succeed the rest of the way by being just a little bit better than middle of the pack in red zone efficiency. Like, they don't have... They don't have that. They don't have Mahomes. They don't even have Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, last night, you can... Okay, play calling. I'm going to go McGlinchy whiffed block and Brandon Ayuk drops pass because if they don't do that, they're four out of five in, in, in the red zone. And now you're talking about a blowout. Now you're talking about everybody covered and everybody made their money and no one's even having this conversation about, wow, the offense did not look very good. I mean, if you took those two three-pointers and turned them both into seven-pointers, now what do we got? Now it's 30 to 16. And 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 everyone is going. Oh my gosh! They're going to win the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, so anyway. that's the nature of football. though. Of course it is. Of course it is. It's is such a fine line. We're talking about the Vikings. They're eight and one, and they're seemingly a play or two away from being uh, four and five. They had so many close near misses at the end of those games. All right. What's up next on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Also, Willard and Dibs, sponsored by Lucky California. Keep your calls coming, 8 at 957-9570. Was yesterday good enough for you 49er fans? And how bad is it if you're watching the Golden State Warriors? Oh, and 7 on the road. Your concern level is where? We'll get to that coming up next on 95.7 The Game.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,